Hello there, my name is Jeff, and welcome to episode 42 of the Game Sharks podcast, where we talk about our favorite thing, the freezer. <laughs> oh, no, no, rest in peace. Uh, Clearly not. Favorite thing or least favorite thing? <laughs> it's one of my favorite things, but what happened to it is... Neglect. So, uh, a little context to this. We, are, we always record in my basement, and we have a deep freezer that is halfway in the podcast room, which is created by hanging blankets and sheets. Um and there's a we have to unplug it because it's quite loud so we unplug it during the podcast and then plug it back in at the end and there's a big old sign on the next to the exit that says yeah. plug in freezer but <laughs> as you may have guessed by now we can't read uh last week we forgot to plug in the freezer and you know uh, two days in I was like I think I might have forgot to unplug the freezer and I didn't bother to come down and look and then what day did I text you Tuesday like yeah a couple yeah, days ago Tuesday, I, yeah. I was like guys I got bad news <laughs> let's see we lost a packet of bacon. A packet of shaved steak. Unfortunate. A thing of Wonder Bread, which has been in here for like a year, so that that's fine. I don't like Wonder Bread. It was kind of a spare bread, just in case. Uh, but my the saddest thing was, uh, there's this type of Friendly's ice cream that's s'mores, and it's limited edition, and it only comes out in the summer usually, and we stockpile on it when it's available. We lost two of those, and I'm really sad about it. Moment of silence for the fallen ice cream. Okay, thank you for that moment. <laughs> uh, I really wanted you to end that straight into and video oh, games. That would have been so good. Adam, do another moment of silence. Now a moment of silence for the fallen ice cream. And video games. <laughs> Joining me this week is Adam. Hello. Derek. Hello. And Andrew. Hey. Hi, guys. How you doing? Good. Good. Homework is hard. Homework mm-hmm. is hard. Adam is- uh, That's why I stopped doing it. He's in the full swing of uh, the school year. It's it's getting to him. Cool. Um, let's see. This week, our main topic is going to be talking about spooky games because tis the season to be spooky. Uh, this was a suggestion by Derek. So we're going to kind of, I think we each came with a small list of spooky games that we like that kind of get us in the, the season, get us feeling, uh, a little, I don't know, spooky, yeah. <laughs> um, just fits that theme. Uh, and we're going to go through the news like we usually do. Nothing crazy this week. A lot of quick, small things, but we're going to start with an email and this email is from Steve. Steve. He's back. Steve is back. Now he we says, can accurately replicate Xander Mobis saying Steve in Smash because it's a real. How does he do it? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> 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 uh, I don't know. Steve. I, that's what you have been saying for years, assuming that's what it would sound like. I don't think that's what that's. that's it's not. Like. It's not far off. It's it's a pretty it's easy thing to. <laughs> Maybe it's like a quick. Like, Steve. We'll come back next week with the. Uh, no. The no, it's closer to what I did. Is it? It's yeah. We just, have to re- we just have to record it. And then play it whenever we have a Steve email. Oh, that's a good idea. I'll have a button. Yes. <laughs> this is uh, Steve button. Steve says, hello, everyone. I love the new rating system, especially the new name, Sharkometer. <laughs> <laughs> Although I think you should give one to five Remoras, the fish that attaches itself to sharks. I oh, suggested Starfish. Starfish is a pretty decent one. Yeah. Um, he says... I like how the rating system doesn't include half remoras. <laughs> he, he, he coined it and he's he started using it. <laughs> with the Sharkometer system you have laid out pretty clearly that there isn't much room for nuance with different ratings. They show your opinion about the game better than the IGN scale you were using before. I think it accurately, accurately describes the quality of the game and if I should play the game. I think you should also have a new shark names for each level. <laughs> One, Goblin Shark. Ugly and disgusting. <laughs> Two... <laughs> Two, Greenland shark. Unique, but not quite, not much to it. Uh, three, bull shark. 
Your everyday shark. You can find it anywhere. Four, hammerhead shark. Cool and redeeming, but not the best. Five, great white shark. The biggest and baddest. <laughs> best, Steve. I actually love that. Yeah, it's yeah. pretty great. <laughs> it's pretty cool. Uh, I think we should just change our, our description for one star to ugly and disgusting. <laughs> ugly and disgusting. It is a goblin shark. Uh, that's, that's pretty great. Tiny goblin video game. Uh, we will take your input into consideration, Steve, <laughs> and see where it takes us. I think we at least need the goblin shark. If, if anything from that <laughs> list. I want Garbon Shark. Yeah, that's, that's pretty good. Um, cool. That's it for emails. Thank you, Steve, for sending that to us. And uh, yeah, keep on sending them, everybody. All right, let's talk about news. <laughs> Derek, how does it feel to be one of the, the tens of people that <laughs> yeah. played Crucible? <laughs> uh, I mean, it doesn't feel great. Uh, it's cool. Not cool. It's Yeah, no, I'm glad it's gone. I'm glad they just got rid of it yeah uh the news here is that amazon is officially shutting down crucible in november <laughs> so when did it come out well, 2020 june or may or june i think yeah it was it was may 20th yeah okay. uh, yeah <laughs> and then june they pulled it back into beta <laughs> and then yeah now it's complete dunzo um from what yeah from what you said this is the only one on the sharko meter uh it, yeah, you just explained it, yeah. described it as terrible, ugly and disgusting, ugly and disgusting. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. There's not much to say here except for like, actually, there is some stuff to say here. So, like, what do we think about the fact that this game, high budget game, it's like it looks good, and I'm yeah. assuming it had good animations and whatnot, but the gameplay itself was boring. And in a world where every like some any everyone that calls themselves a gamer has one or two persistent games that they go back to forever. Like mine is League of Legends and Smash Bros. And yeah. Legends of Runeterra is one right now that I'm... And like, I've been playing League of Legends for over eight years now. And I will probably continue to do that. So we're in a world where you have to make something incredibly special in order to steal people away from their one game that they're currently... Is their game, right. you know? Um, I think that goes doubly for like a genre-like crucible was trying to imitate yeah well the thing it was it was trying to be multiple genres it was trying to be yeah. a battle royale a shoot a hero, a hero shooter, shooter yeah um and a kind of like a moba thing too. yeah like yeah. an objective based yeah. team shooter it was it was trying to be too it would try like they literally tried to throw everything at the wall and see what stuck and then everyone said all of this is bad <laughs> yeah nothing <laughs> but when you're <laughs> amazon you have billions and billions of dollars and you can kind of do whatever the hell you want yeah yeah uh, I mean, so Go ahead. Oh, I was saying, like, well, I was reading the article you put up on our news thing, and it kind of seems like at a certain point it was more of a business decision to cut it. Mm. Not so much that they couldn't make it good eventually, it's just they didn't want to invest the time and money anymore. Yeah. I don't think they could have made it good. You don't think so? Yeah, I think it was just fundamentally broken. They would have had to change it at, like, yeah, at like its core. They, they would have to just make a new game. Yeah. Here's, they changed <laughs> the name to Destiny and then buy Destiny. <laughs> <laughs> um. So I think going forward, big companies like Amazon and Google who are trying to get their toes wet or like EA. What's the EA's battle royale? Um, Slipspace. Apex. You're talking about Ubisoft. Ubisoft. Oh, yeah, Ubisoft. What's yeah. theirs? Hyperscape. 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 Like even that, it seems like not a lot of people are really playing it anymore. So are we at a point where if you're going to attempt to do a game that's in a big genre, you need to either change something so incredibly uh, – make it so incredibly different – that people have to try it because you're not going to steal the people away who are already dedicated to like, I feel like every genre has two strong games. Like MOBAs have Dota and League of Legends. Uh, card games have 
Hearthstone, Magic and, the Gathering, and yeah, and Legends of Runeterra. Um, Magic the Gathering's tough for the card game. I'll talk to you about this off podcast. <laughs> this is okay. whole conspiracy with Magic the Gathering really? because right. you can't patch the game because of cards so cards get banned and then everyone's mad anyways um but like you get battle royales where like the two big ones are fortnite and apex and then like maybe PUBG. so yeah it's like two PUBG to three. at a time yeah there's two or three of any of these genres at a time so it seems like that's it's gonna be impossible to steal the people away how many battle royales have we seen come and go right uh like um what was the 80s one <laughs> there was an 80s one yeah where you like Run around on skateboards with radical heights. Oh, the one, the the game that uh, that that studio that Cliff Blazinski started. Their first yeah, game yeah. failed completely. Yeah. So they, they same thing as Crucible. Mm-hmm. They they had to turn it off. So then they threw out this like garbage alpha that they were trying. Like someone had just put together for fun, and then that just completely failed too. Yeah. <laughs> and um, then the whole studio closed. <laughs> Yeah, it's kind of crazy, um, but it's going to be interesting to see going forward if people still try to compete with these genres that already have their big staples that are have so many people in them and just get constant updates so that the people who are in it will stay in it. Yeah. Um, or if people start to try to think of new genres. Yeah. I it, mean, even yeah. if they don't do anything, you know, to change the formula or shake anything up, if the game is good, people will play it. But it has to be better than the one that exists. Which is like, how do you do that? I mean, not necessarily because a game can exist for a while without a you know massive player base. But the thing with living games is like, take Fortnite and Apex. Every battle royale that has come and gone, those games, whatever one or two cool things that those games had, Fortnite and Apex just steal it and add it yeah, to their game. But my my point is that like, like this guy, like those other games aren't getting shut down like Crucible did. Um, some of them are. Really? Like I, I don't think Hyperscape will last more than a year before it gets shut down. Really, I think it'll stay alive. For you a think so? Bit. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I think that Crucible is like a, it's like an extreme. Like no game will ever do as bad as this game ever like did ever again. Artifact, uh, artifact. I guess <laughs> artifact also. Yeah, but that's it, yeah. But that's so I guess artifact is like another really two? good example. Two examples. Yeah. But like, th- try to think of w- w- was there another MOBA that that happened? This ha- like Smite still has a player base. I'm yeah. pretty sure like Heroes of Heroes Newer. Of, no, Whitman still Heroes plays of the Smite. S- yeah, Heroes of the Storm got canceled. That Did doesn't it? exist anymore. That's no, true. No, it's still, no. I'm pretty sure it's still mm-hmm. playable. They got rid of Heroes of the Storm. I thought uh, I thought they just stopped development on it, but it was still. Oh, uh, maybe that's what it is. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Maybe they stopped patching it. Uh. Yeah. I could have swore like it just like. I thought no it was still in my battle net. Hmm. page or whatever it could but be. maybe maybe not yeah and it's been a while since i've opened it yeah they just kind of stopped all support for it but you can still play yeah, it. yeah so like people might still play it and stuff but like no they haven't turned the game off because of how like zero people are, are playing it but like there are games that like come in all the time like there's a game that ea put out called like rocket arena mm-hmm. i think that literally has like two people that play it and like so you can't find matches anymore it's yeah it's yeah, it's like a. What was the other the MOBA Battleborn? Oh, Battleborn! Battle like yeah. there are examples Battle everywhere yeah. of this, yeah. you know. And I think it's just going to keep happening as time goes on. But that at least had like a single player component I that you could true. play on your own. It's just like the multiplayer is is dead. Yeah. But yeah, I I mean you, you do like it is true that the multiplayer space is like super crowded. Yeah, and it, the games aren't leaving the space. That's the problem, right? Um, especially now, yeah. Especially now that everything is a game as a service. Uh, 
like n- no nothing's coming in to steal exactly nothing's going away i should say <laughs> uh all right let's move on to our next piece um Microsoft's The Initiative, which is a um, a development studio that they're forming, just hired two former Naughty Dog staff members. Um, and while this isn't huge news, I think it's something to kind of get excited about. Um, let's see. They got... Um, what are their names? Sorry. Uh, Lee Davis and Lauren Garcia. One Lee Davis was the head of Melee Animation. And uh, Lauren Garcia was the character shading technical director and is now the senior shading technologies. (laughs) Um, So basically, they're bringing in people... Like, these are people who made the game look pretty. They worked on both Last of Us and um, Uncharted 4. And those games look incredible. So, like, the fact that Microsoft has a AAA first-party studio that they're starting to fill in with people who have worked on giant, beautiful blockbusters is kind of an exciting thing to think about. What if we get a new original IP similar to the vein not necessarily like in the same genre or whatever but you know like similar in quality to right, the right, last of yeah. us uh that would be huge for microsoft in in a in a new console generation where they're trying to win back their fans their old fans from the 360 days <laughs> the sad thing is i think it's rumored they're working on i think it's in that article uh, said yeah the rumor they're working on a perfect dark game <laughs> <laughs> i mean <laughs> people there's people who are fond of perfect dark the perfect dark for the n64 was Widely popular. Yeah. But it's I, like I second it's, only to GoldenEye. It's just like disappointing. They're like, why not do something, do something new? new? Why try to reboot uh, a franchise that's long past dead? Nostalgia. You know? Yeah. I, I I think it's, you're too late. Like nobody, nobody who is in their, their teens to late teens right now that Knows are like thinking about, but, yeah, they don't, they don't know what Perfect Dark is. They never played Perfect Dark. So I well, think. Well, maybe if the new Perfect Dark looks really, really good then that'll be their first exposure. Yeah. Then they go buy an N64, <laughs> play the original. It's all well, a ploy. I hope that's the case. Yeah. Because I was a little disappointed when I read that part. Because I thought, like, oh, this is going to be a cool new IP. Yeah. Which is what they desperately need. Exactly. Uh, this could also just be Sharkbait. Uh, it could be Sharkbait. <laughs> it is a rumor. Um, <laughs> that is uh, a phrase that Derek would like to coin anytime <laughs> we're talking about rumors. We refer to it as Sharkbait. Wow. I, I think legally we might not be allowed to do that. Ha hoo hoo! I think we can work our way with that. Uh, <laughs> I believe that I did. I see correctly that article also threw around the term quadruple A. Yes, quadruple A. Yeah. What does that even mean? Even better than triple A. Yeah, Derek. It means they got a shit ton of money. My, yeah, my assumption is that it was like something to coin for like first party triple A games, where so like God of War. Like, yeah, you yeah. Know, so they're coming. So they're just like insane budget and uh, like because yeah because no no ha- not a lot of third party triple a games really match the quality that some of these first party games do so i think that's why they t- use that term quadruple a yeah think of like uh <laughs> now we got 4k and four a's like uh you'd consider god of war a quadruple a because they're within sony right they're within sony they, they got that sony as money. much money as they want into it yeah it's a system seller i guess yes um all right, yeah. Miles Morales, definitely. That's pretty exciting stuff. Derek, I got some sad news for you. Axiom Verge 2 has been delayed yeah, I saw uh, that. for about a full year. It's not coming out till fall 2021. Uh, minor news, but still sad. You say you love Axiom Verge, right? Yeah, it's really good. It's a top-tier Metroidvania for you, one of our favorite uh, genres on this podcast. Um, so, yeah, it's going to be another full year. So maybe I'll have played the first one by the time that rolls around. Maybe they'll maybe, be yeah. Um Is that in our book club? It just might be. 
I don't remember. I think so. We went over it last. It, week. It's, it's not, not in, in the <laughs> I know, in the active, active one, but in the backlog backlog. Um, all right, let's talk about the last two big things, which was uh, we got the Sony UI for the PS5 mm-hmm. and uh, the Xbox uh, new UI is rolling out onto Xbox One X's and Xbox One's now, and it's what we'll be launching with the Xbox Series X and S. Um, I guess we can talk about the Xbox first because it's like it's coming out already. Uh, has any of you looked into it? I linked a video for um, it's like a quick five minute video of just someone kind of going through it. Um, did you guys watch that to get a sense of what it looks like? I, I glanced not. at it. Um, I think the main key things here is it's simple and streamlined, which is nice. There aren't a lot of crazy things staring you in the face. Um, they consolidated the the home page to have uh, basically whatever you're currently doing so or whatever it looks like the switch <laughs> uh yeah there's just a lot of squares actually it looks a lot like the current ps4 one yeah similar yeah. to that yeah. um it looks like there's more like to do downwards as opposed to just left or right yeah. um but there's like a dedicated game pass tab which is nice to have mm-hmm. um that's really it, nice yeah it just looks simple uh i know the current uh xbox interface is hard to navigate and kind of convoluted it's unnecessarily really yeah so this will be nice to have i like that the switch is so simple I, th- I wish the switch had a few more features to make it customizable and i think yep that's what this is going to be it's going to be simple but customizable i know they're going to have different animations and backgrounds that you can use in yeah. the new xbox cool. ui so it's looking like it's going to be nice and clean which is really all you can ask for yeah it's all um, we need i hope so they have not been doing well in the past with the UI design for like e- ever since they got rid of the blades on the Xbox 360 Man, the blades were so just good said, go back to the blades they were easy that's funny because my ex-girlfriend specifically said that she preferred Xbox consoles because of the UI because of the UIs uh, really they, maybe she was yep. talking about the blades They're I have no idea dude and uh, they could just keep iterating upon it in dumb ways there's a reason she's my ex-girlfriend <laughs> <laughs> and um, it's that is because of Xbox. It's true. <laughs> um, so yeah, everything just looks really streamlined, which is cool to see. But we, so we didn't know anything about the the PS5 UI until what day was this? Um, we got a teaser on October twelfth, which mm. was three days ago. Three yeah, ago. Monday. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, it was a Burger King ad, <sighs> and it is the king himself, and he's just standing there. And he opens up a bag, <laughs> and it has a blue glow, and you hear this like very this jingle, yeah, wonderful sound. It's just mm-hmm. three notes, um, and it turns out it's a PS5 ad. And I think what's happening here is Burger King is giving away PS5s, and that's the whole thing. But this was our first instance of knowing yeah, the makes sense. the boot sound for the PS5 yeah. was in a Burger King ad. <laughs> Actually, apparently it was in a state of place somewhere. Yeah, but it, it was, was just like, like hidden. It was hidden. It was like part of something, but so no one knew that's what it was. But now it's like official like hey, this is the boot sound for the PS5 and it's so soothing. I yeah. could have that be like a text cool. tone on my phone. Very sleek. There's no way it's going to replace Persona though. Persona is really good. It's sleek and simple but memorable. Yeah. I feel like I couldn't tell you the PS3 or PS4 boot sounds because oh. they're just so generic. The the orchestra warming up that was the PlayStation. Oh, 3 I guess that one is. Yeah, that one's pretty. At this pretty point, easy. I can't. I can't like think of it. But I, the PS4 uh, boot up sound is ingrained into my brain. Is it the to the well, PS5 thing? I think is it. 
I don't uh, remember. I don't know. Mine was my homepage was like uh, one of the active themes for a while, so I have no like it just like would play a song. Oh yeah, mine mine up. was always playing Tifa's theme. Um, yeah, so like, I, I can't even remember what the sound normally is. We'll look that up later because now I'm just curious as to what that <laughs> sound is. Um, but that uh, today we got a video that is the full kind of breakdown and guide. Well, most of what it is. Yeah. The the PS5 user, user experience. Interface. Yeah. So basically, launching the console, booting it up, and then what you're seeing, what you're doing. Um, did you guys get a chance to watch this? Oh yeah. Yep. Watch, this one watch, I definitely watch watched. Cool. Uh, so basically, what happens is uh, when this guy boots up the console, he selects his user profile. He said it was in sleep mode prior. Whatever game he was currently playing is happening in the background, mm-hmm. so it goes right yeah. into the game instantly. And then he pushes the home button on the console. And what was this called? Cards. Cards. Yeah, yeah cards. Uh, so there's just like this this list of cards in front of the image of the game, which is still running. And they're all different things. And it's kind of yeah. using an AI to figure out what you would want to pop up in these cards. So some of them are like your progress towards an achievement. And some of them are um, how or not achievement trophy. And then some of them are the activities or whatever. Yeah, the activities mentioned. of like in the Which, game itself yeah i'm not really 100 percent sure what those even are or what they mean so it seems like they're connected to like in-game yeah missions. they're like in-game challenges or something not even it's just like the game yeah like, like, like so like, like objectives in the game yeah so this is like beat one one in mario and like yeah. this is how far you got yeah this is how far you are in okay. one one uh and be that's like, so weird e- or even but more like the thing that made it that made it confusing for me is there was like six of them in his list yeah, I guess that just happens to be what this game is. Yeah, so, like, and that's the thing is like it's so if th- at that point it feels so it's tied to whatever particular game you're playing. And I think that's what they said is it's up to the developers to kind of gotcha. do this alongside their game. So to what level? Like if this, we'll see as time goes on if this sticks. If developers care about doing this yeah. and if the, the players care about actually using it, because uh, if people don't, will it care, die like HD Rumble? Yeah, if people don't care, then they won't actually use it for anything. Um, yeah. But it's, it's, there's some cool stuff in here. Like, if you get stuck on a level, you can open up your your cards. There's another name for it. Um, what was the name of that, that bar at the bottom? The individual the, things like are the cards. Like the quick help bar or something? Smart help? I don't remember. I'll have to look it up. Um, Game help? Yeah, I don't know. It had the word help in it. I don't Did it? The terms itself. Um, anyway, so, like, one of them would be... Uh, like say you were having trouble with a level, you could watch a video and you can do a picture in picture mm-hmm, of a yeah. video of like he showed he was playing the new Sackboy's big adventure game. Um, and he's like, oh, I got to go find this item in this level. And he had a picture in picture of a video of someone doing it. And then so he could like follow along and do it himself, which is pretty crazy. Yeah. Um, all the picture in picture stuff they showed is really cool. Yeah, he picture in pictured a friend's Streaming, stream, or yeah. yeah, like playing a game. Yeah, yeah, like your friends can share screens with you, and you can view that and put it at picture in picture. You can do it in a sidebar. Uh, the voice chat system in general seems to be much more streamlined. Yeah, which is really awesome. They're like, I didn't use my PS4 my PS4 voice chat at all. They turned it into more so Discord servers. Yeah, where it's like this is this group of friends. I can send a message to this group. Yeah. I can join this group's voice. Send them channels. clips. Yeah, which is cool. Uh, yeah, that's pretty cool. Makes sense. Uh, we'll have to sync up our PS. I didn't. Uh, 
like associate with anyone when I was playing PS4 games. Yeah. But like, cause I was like very loosely in the ecosystem for PS4. Yeah. It was mostly just like, I need to play these because it's the only console that I can play them on. Yeah. But going forward, I'm going to more so Sony uh, gamer, Sony gamer. Sony gamer. Um, so yeah, yeah. Cause I'm not friends with either of you on PlayStation. This is all stuff that I'm pretty sure we like saw rumors about patents and yeah, stuff. Yeah, we were talking about it for sure, and we were yeah. like, are, are people going to want this? Um, it doesn't seem as, like, as extreme as maybe the patent suggested with, like, the console is going to give you a pop-up that says, yeah, yeah, yeah. hey, are you having trouble? You know, like, in a, like a, you know, the paperclip from Microsoft or whatever, but it's, it's kind of kinda cool that you can be like, oh, I can't find this stupid collectible. Let me, like, pop up the help bar. It doesn't take you out of the game. It just pops up on the bottom. You mm-hmm. slide over, and it's like, oh, you want this collectible? Here's a quick video guide. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, again, similar to the Xbox. It's streamlined, uh, simple, accessible. Uh, Smooth. Yeah. So uh, then they kind of go into just what the actual home screen looks yeah. like. Yeah, and this is where the confusion starts, <laughs> for me at least. Yeah, it seems a little busy like uh yeah. here's here's kind of a picture of what their example is and like the icons are really small on the top and there's a Which lot I of think is fine but i need to know what takes up the rest of the yeah there's just a lot of dead space that like I is like that they could is that using. there all the time or is it only like does it fill up sometimes with interactive things so whenever you're on any, you're like hovering over any app. So whether it's the game you're playing or like a different game you have downloaded or something, you can hit the down button. It'll give you more information about that, including uh, like your quest progress things, whatever that bar yeah. is. I can't remember the fucking name. Um, or like is the trophy the list. The activities bar? The activities bar. I think that sounds right. Um, uh, so, but yeah, there's like a lot of just like empty space yeah. with just like pictures and of things. And even the, the tabs themselves seem confusing. I like that there's a dedicated media tab and a dedicated game tab. It's but just the, games But and the media. games tab has like two games, PlayStation Now, another game, PlayStation Plus, another like two apps. A controller, yeah, a screenshot button. And then an it's explore like... Explore button. Yeah, so it's like, I don't want that. I want it to be just my games. Yeah. I, I wonder if that might be a customizable thing. Maybe. That you can, like, pin... Because he did say, I think at some point in the video, that you can, like, pin certain things. And so, eventually... I don't know if either it's, like, fully customizable or the console will learn what you kind of look at the most. Yeah, you know? like, maybe. You know, Put it in front of you. Play more of a yeah. game on... Because I think yeah. one of the things that he was pushing a lot throughout the video is the personalization of it and right. how it will learn the things that you personally like yeah especially with like store recommendations the store being integrated is really cool too Uh, yeah it's not a separate app that is really really cool i like that um so yeah we got our first look at that we won't know exactly how it feels until we obviously get our hands on it and he said that there's that there's still more to show yeah for sure uh it'll be fun less than a month out at this point Yeah. yeah we're getting there um yeah that's all i got for news uh let's talk about what we've been playing lately anyone have anything new and interesting or is it a lot of the same old stuff we're kind of in a lull for new game releases yeah. right now waiting for the new consoles for a lot to be released anyone i got some new well stuff. we played among us for the first yeah. time oh yeah as a group, oh, yeah, you guys derek played. didn't come play I with us play you yeah you should have uh right. but adam andrew and i uh we had a group of 10 and we were playing oh, among nice. us and mm-hmm. it was real fun it is very <laughs> fun a very yeah. fun game for like do you guys a little play bit on of mobile no i played on my pc okay it's only it's only five bucks. It's definitely yeah. like I've played Secret Hitler for a long time, so I 
I definitely get that kind of game, and it's yeah. it's a, an environment I like to thrive in. But it definitely takes the right group of people. Mm. Yeah, because uh, certain certain groups of people play different ways, and you know, I was learning how to physically control my character <laughs> and the layout of the ship, and I was getting yelled at uh, by some you know some others about like you should be doing this, and like this is some super advanced thing, and I'm like, dude, I do not know what is what's happening right now. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's definitely, definitely a lot more fun with people you're familiar with, especially mm-hmm. with voice chat, because. It just makes the game more streamlined. Yeah. Like, you know, the type of everything. As opposed to just, like, having a chat log where everyone's just typing blank is sus. Mm-hmm. Like, coming out, like, of having someone report a body and immediately coming out and everyone unmuting themselves be like, yo, what the fuck was that about, Corey? Yeah. <laughs> it's just so fun. Uh, and, yeah, the lying and the deceiving, and it's it's a good time. Uh yeah, it's puzzling. I don't want to play with random people. I yeah. want to be in a group of ten. Exactly. Yeah, and the more people you play with, the better for sure. We were playing with five people for a little yeah, while, and that's really just, well because originally we just joined random lobbies with some randoms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but then after that, we went down to just the five people yeah. we knew who were with us, and yeah, it's just it wasn't as fun. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's better with more because there's more mystery involved. Like when there's only five people, and all of a sudden someone ends up dead. Like, okay, who is it? Yeah, you know, it's really the, yeah. similar to the Secret Hitler. It's always the most fun with max people, for sure. Um, yeah, so that was a blast. And if like people are like, "Hey, let's all get together and play this," and I'm free, I'm definitely down to do yeah, it because yeah, it's it it's a good hour or two. I think more than that might be too much. Yeah, it's definitely something you could get a little samey. Yeah, yeah. You, it, you could play it for a little bit, but yeah, there is an upper limit to how long you'd want to. Yeah, you would definitely want to take a break after a while and come back to it a couple days later. I think it depends uh, how how much RNG you get because I probably went 25 rounds without being the imposter i so when we were playing with just the five of us i was the imposter like three out of five games yeah i was Um, only it one time i was not the imposter once when we were in the large group of 10 yeah didn't get it once and we had two imposters at that point so there's a one i was i think i was only it once yeah Hmm. um so yeah anyone else have anything new they've been playing uh yeah yeah i do you want to go i don't know we're gonna skip over you today Uh, i was doing i was doing this fun game this week called differential calculus (laughs) (laughs) that sounds like a terrible game all right nothing from adam all right Derek, go ahead uh so i i played a a few new things this week um the first thing was i tried out the black ops cold war beta oh did you oh i thought you said you weren't gonna do that uh i decided to uh check it out okay um I don't know how I feel about the game right now. Is it just a multiplayer beta? Yeah, it was just a multiplayer beta. Okay. Yeah, uh, because I'm pretty sure, despite my better judgment, I'm going to get that game because of zombies. <laughs> <laughs> so th- it like feels like if I like it, I already know I like it better than Black Ops Four. So that's oh, like I a liked good Black sign. Ops Four. I thought like, that was but, like the fun. multiplayer. You didn't like the multiplayer. I thought it was fun. I, I hadn't like played zombies. a Call of Duty in like yeah, six years, true. so it seemed uh, fine to me. Yeah, so it's like it, I like it better than that, but I I played it on my so it was this past weekend was the PS4 only beta, so okay. I was a reluctant to do it, and I was like, you know what, let me just try it out to see if you want me even interested in trying the PC beta. Um, and so it, I don't know if it was just the difference between playing Modern Warfare on the PC and then going to play this on a PS4 with a controller. Yeah. It just felt a little like sluggish and not it didn't feel the best. So I think I'm going to try out. I think the PC beta, open beta, is like Sunday or something. So if I have time, I'm going to try and download it and try it out to see how I feel about it. See but if it feels a little better. 
it like didn't feel bad enough to make me like say, okay, I'm not getting this game, which is I hate. This is the worst part <laughs> because I wish it just <laughs> You're like, damn it, I'm still gonna yeah, get. I it. wish it was either really good or really bad. Um, I'm I'm definitely I'm definitely gonna wait on this one again, yeah. like I did with Modern Warfare, to see like what the overall community and what the reviews say. If the reviews come out and say, yeah, like great campaign, great zombies, okay multiplayer, I'll probably get it. But uh, if nothing seems to be too good i'll probably pass on it okay um and then so the next thing is last week i think i brought up dante and i's bets oh Oh, baby goodness so we we played some disc golf on on sunday and i think did he tell you guys about it on saturday at all? About or what? maybe so maybe he listened to the podcast. No, we we had brought it up yeah. about, about you, the bet. You had brought it up on on Saturday. Yeah, yeah. So we talked about it more, and we decided to go for the bet to end all bets. Uh oh, Demon Souls. <laughs> so no, so we have decided that we are going to play all three of the Dark Souls trilogy in in a row, and all bosses, and the, to see who can. Uh, finish the, the fastest. So and you're then, never gonna. Why did he do this again? You're not gonna finish it. <laughs> but that's the thing, is Dante. That, you're an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> we're we're we're. I think we will finish it this time, or at least like a winner will be determined. Sure, a winner mm. will be determined. Dinner okay. will be had. Yeah, dinner. So and now all three of the bets. Well, since it's the third bet, now. Uh, it's winner take all, so it'll be tacos, Korean barbecue, and ramen will wow, be the, the, nice. the spoils of the victor. The winner's dinner. Yeah, so I immediately, once we settled our terms, uh, I, we Dante created like a little guide, because I've never played Dark Souls 2, um, so I'm at slight disadvantage, but it's all right, because I also didn't finish the last two games we played, so I feel like it's, <laughs> it's fair. Um yeah, so he made like a little a little guide for for us to kind of reference if we get lost or whatever because it's been a while since both of us have played Dark Souls. I haven't played Dark Souls two, and it's been a while since we played Dark Souls three. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, it's going well so far. Yeah. Um, I want to say I just got to Blight Town today, okay. uh, and was kind of cruising through that until I just walked off a ledge. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what I was doing. I just wasn't paying it. attention. <laughs> <laughs> and so all you had to do was walk in a straight line. Yeah. Uh but oh man, it's fun to dive into this game again. Uh it's easier than I remember, and I think it's because I've played like four Souls games mm-hmm. <laughs> since Dark Souls One came out. Um but uh I know it I know you know, I know it does get harder as as we get through. Uh I had to kind of like change up my play style because by the time I think I played three and beat three, I was very much just like a like dodge and roll attack with a two hand Mm kind of just deal damage kind of person. And you can't really do that well in the first game. You kind of just have to like run, have a shield yep, and like block hits, try to parry and, you know, then do damage pretty much. Um, So I've been like adjusting. I still haven't quite think I found like a sweet spot. Where like I'm like okay I'm happy with this style of play and I, this is what I'm gonna commit to. Or you could be me and grind a bunch of levels early, put all your points into health uh, <laughs> and and endurance so that you can wear the heaviest armor. Yeah, and then just tank hits. Is it, yeah, just 
tank all damage. Yeah, that's basically what I did. Yeah, I I'm a little reluctant to do that because it feels like the like you have to because you have to beat it quickly. Yeah, I yeah you're right. You have to do a lot of damage, uh, but. With this, well, oh, I mean, I mean, oh, yes, you I have to, beat to it quickly. yeah, yeah, and so I'm kind of trying to like, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, optimize my mm-hmm. my playthrough. Uh, but yeah, I when I had been looking for a game to kind of like grab me, like Hades grabbed me, but I can only play Hades so much, and so I'm kind of glad we decided to do this because now I'm like I'm like hooked. And I'm excited to go through, to like finish Dark Souls, maybe pick up uh, like Valhalla when it comes out, and then play Dark Souls two, and then pick up Cyberpunk, and then play three after that. Like mm-hmm. space it up in between and get all three of these done. And Demon Souls. And with Demon Souls when it comes out, I'll be really ready for Demon Souls. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I'm assuming you're doing it based on uh, in-game clock. You're gonna add them all together. Yeah, there's, there's not like oh, I got it done by December, and you got yeah, it done. no, okay. it's, yeah, it's in-game, in-game time. Um, I think every yeah every game on your save file it shows you what your like time is and i think it only increments the timer based on if what like when you're not in the menus too um okay. so like because well because like the, you can't pause the game mm-hmm. yeah. um so i i want to say uh it's my it doesn't but i don't know because i feel like my time right now should be bigger than what it <clears throat> actually is, but maybe I just haven't played it as much as I thought I had played it, and I'm really getting through it quickly. Maybe. But, uh, yeah, I think that's that's all I've played this week. Yeah. Even though you uh, probably got back into it because of me playing it as a catalyst, <laughs> I am a little sad that I missed out on this opportunity to join <laughs> you because I would absolutely love to try and do two and three uh, as well. Because I did, I did one all bosses. I beat it this yeah, week. You did beat it this yeah. week. Nice. And I did, I did all bosses. I did the Artorius DLC. Oh, you did the DLC. Yeah, I've never done the DLCs. The are the Knight Artorius himself. The boss is mm-hmm. is the hardest boss in the game, yeah, for me at least. There are some bosses that like I feel like I just outstatted mm-hmm. and I beat in one try. Like I beat the final boss in one try, and yeah, I was like, well, point, I'm a little gonna, underwhelmed. Yeah. Uh, and which is unfortunate because I feel like you know this is this is what it's building up to. It's supposed to be this huge right, epic right. moment, and then I just kind of did the same thing I did on the other <laughs> bosses. I tanked the hits, drank <laughs> my fire, and then I slashed my sword, and then I then I won. And I wanna I wanna understand the lore for this game. So I but I feel like I'm gonna have to like look it up because I have no idea what's going on. There's like something with like fire and and linking the, yeah, the flames and the the it's like the lords of cinder. And yeah, yeah. I know that. One and three, like three, continues off of one a little bit. Um, like they're slightly connected in a very, like, uh, uh, what are, what am I looking for? What words? Um, Universe. Yeah, yeah. Like they're not, they're not. Se- it's not a sequel to one, but it's like they're in the like dark tangential video game universe. Yeah, they're like tangential universe. story, like. It's almost like a retelling, maybe. I don't know, because uh, there's some or, areas um, that oh, are in... I think I know the uh, the word you're looking for now. I can't think of it. Yeah. I I don't know, but the... Uh, adjacent? Concurrent? Concurrent? I don't... Yeah, I don't know. I don't even know what I... I don't even know what I mean. We know what you mean. <laughs> but, yeah. I'm smelling what you're stepping in. You you de- you playing definitely was like kick my kick in the butt to yeah, exactly. play again. And then once he brought this up, I was like, all right, yeah, let's do it. I'm going to... We're going to yeah. do the ball. 
Cool. It's like, Which, well, if I can somehow figure out my time for Dark Souls One, maybe I can. Uh, yeah, I go can if you go in. to I think load game, it'll show you what your it'll like say on the bottom of yeah. your thing what your time was. Unfortunately, I wasn't trying to speed run it, so you're gonna have I'll to play probably, it again. Mm, I might just have to. I mean, <laughs> can't you only play it in New Game Plus after you've beaten it? Because no, you, you can make like a new can character. you? Oh, so that's you true. Your save file. I go for a mage this time. Ooh. Um. Yeah. So maybe that, is that maybe. it for me, Derek? That yeah, that was it from that was it for me. Speaking of Hades, jeez, oh, <laughs> Andrew, I started it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I played Hades. Okay, what do you think? Uh, it is definitely the most well presented roguelike I have played. Okay. However, yeah, I'm not like a some fan. Choice words. You're not a fan. <laughs> not like I mean, I'm a fan. It's a it's a it is a very fun video game. It's a very well made video game, but. I think that the level of hype that you laid forth for me kind of soured it a little bit. Yeah. And I think that it that is a very unfortunate circumstance because if I had gone into this game blind, I probably would have enjoyed it more. That sucks. Yeah, a little bit. But Wait, How many runs have you done? Over 10. Okay. I thought you were going to say like one. No, yeah. no, no. I still, I still like pick it up and play it every now and then. But yeah. sometimes I'm just in the middle of a run and I'm just like, I don't want to be playing this right now. Hmm. And it's weird. Uh, it's like the th- the whole uh, self awareness of the runs and the death stuff is like I, okay. Well, I already got this with the messenger. Uh, the roguelike mechanics. I'm like uh, I already got the roguelike bug from Binding of Isaac. Uh, and then the the overall gameplay feels very similar, but I think better executed than Wizard of Legend, which is a game I played a little bit more last yeah or th- earlier this year. Um. But it's still a very good game. Don't yeah. let don't let me not liking it detract from its its quality. Yeah, that's just, like it's it's a very much like a, I recognize how good this game is. It's just not for me. Cool, I can appreciate that. But I'll still I'll still poke away at it occasionally. The farthest I got is to the third level. Okay. Okay, you got to Elysium. Yeah. In ten runs, that's pretty good. I like the bow. You like the bow? Mm-hmm. I too like the bow. Uh, have you gotten all of the weapons yet? I think I can unlock the fists. Okay. But I'm not sure. Okay. It's been a little bit. Uh, I have completed two runs. Nice. Uh, I completed one gun, one run with the rail gun. Uh, it was right after last week when you were talking about it. I yeah. did a build where I was using his... Um, I switched to the aspect where it makes it so if you're in your explosion, it buffs you up. But oh, okay. it's just like standing behind walls and just shooting your special mortar (laughs) over stuff. So I completed a run using that. And then just while I was sitting on the couch upstairs, when you came over Andrew, I finished a run with the bow using the aspect of Chiron where you hit one them with one arrow. Yeah. And then your special, all all your arrows seek. Um, that so is such a fun one. I unlocked that and it only has three arrows and then you upgrade it once and it's four arrows. So I was in the, the last area, um, Oh, Nyx, the river Nyx. Yeah. Um, I was there, and Chiron had a uh, he had an item in his shop that I had never seen before, and it was an anvil. Uh, and if you buy it, it randomly takes away one of your uh weapon upgrades that you get from the hammers, and uh-huh. gives you two new random ones. And I don't know which one it took away, but it gave me one that added four arrows. Yeah. And yeah. uh, made it so that they had like more base damage. And so I went from having a pretty good run to an incredible run. Cause I went from <laughs> shooting four arrows to eight arrows. So I was doubling my damage basically. Yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, I ended up beating the final boss and it was sweet. Um, so yeah, I'm still super pumped on that game. 
I'm going to try to, I probably will try to beat the final boss with every weapon once and then, I don't know, go from there. See, I'm, I might be plateauing on it a bit because I did complete it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it feels like a game that once I beat the final boss, I won't ever play it again. There is a reason to, though, because the story persists past the final boss. Does it? Yeah. Uh, and it's very. I'm not, it's, I'm, it's I'm not that interested in the story. Ah, uh, see, I think it's pretty cool. Yeah. And like already, building relationships with all the gods. I think it's really just. Fun. I think it was just very poorly timed for me because so many of the things that make this game really good are mm-hmm. things I've recently experienced in other media. Like I just read Percy Jackson, yeah, so all of the Greek god stuff, uh, you know, I've already hit. Uh, and then, like I said, the messenger and binding of Isaac. So I think it could have hit harder for you if uh, you jumped in sooner than like waiting two months. Yeah, and I also having agree. me hype the shit Has out it been of it. Two months, a uh, month and a half, maybe a month and a half. About it feels there. like a, a month. few weeks. It might be a month. Since it, it came might be a out, month. I think it might be a, like a month. Uh, it's oh. been like four podcasts. Yeah, I think it's been about a month. Yeah. Either way, yes, I agree. I think yeah. that I would have been a little higher on it had I played it closer to release. Um, but that's okay. That's okay. Yeah, I still recognize its its quality and its merits. Uh, I've been playing Smash. Uh, I played exactly oh, one game of Steve and decided, fuck this character. <laughs> I'm never gonna play him, <laughs> even though he's definitely broken. <sighs> see, definitely a nuts character. He's nuts. I don't know if he's broken. I'm not convinced yet. I need to see. He is very good. He, so you think he has like a high skill ceiling, but it might be very, very difficult. Very to high get skill to that ceiling. High of a skill ceiling. But he also has. Some but like, there's like stupid bread and butter combos you can do that are like so easy and he do can way do too much damage. Up till up till up smash at any percent. <laughs> he can also do up till up till up air place block up tilt up air place block up smash. Yes. Which does like ninety percent. Um, let's see what else can he do. He can jab and walk across. I have not figured out if he catches me in a jab and is walking me across the stage. I do not know how to get out of it. I don't think it's possible. Can he smash DI? No, because that doesn't that wouldn't work there. No, because it's not a multi hit. He's just he's just constantly walking you across the stage, and then what usually ends up happening is he gets me off the stage and I air dodge back at the stage and grab the ledge. That's yeah. like, but like he does thirty. But in theory, you should be able to continue. You can jab someone across the stage and then forward air spike them for a kill. Yeah. It's a zero to death. Yeah, Jeez. uh, he's pretty bonkers, but I think he has really blocky animations. Uh, he Ooh. he's he's very stiff. So I think he's going to be punishable. Yeah. Uh, and it's going to be the people who are going to succeed of, with him are the people who play Olimar uh, and... Just similarly campy characters. Yeah, he's going to be super campy. Uh, I think DeBuzz is going to be... Min will probably poop on him. Yeah, I think he's going to have very good matchups and very bad matchups. He's going to be very polarizing, okay. which okay. is similar to yeah. Min It's so hard because we haven't seen any actual competitive Smash in the last nine months. Yeah, offline Smash. Uh, Japan is starting to do offline tournaments. Are they? Mm-hmm. Well, that's because Japan is a real country who knew how to deal with the pandemic. They mm-hmm. actually struggled pretty hard. They're Not as much as us. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I've been playing. I played the one game as I'm, I'm done with that. Um Two characters that I have high prospects for, Lucario, who is my main in Brawl, and I played him a lot in Smash 4, and then the Belmonts both got buffed. Nice. They're both still bad. Yeah, pretty inconsequential. Uh, yeah. Um, they didn't... The Belmonts got buffs in areas that didn't help them at all, <laughs> and then Lucario's... He got one buff that's helpful, but it's still bad. It's the, his, so, like, when he lands with his up B, he has, what, a second or two delay before he can do an action, and now they made it so it's yeah, like... the landing lag's ridiculous. Three quarters of a second, which is still very punishable. It's, it's yeah. three frames. Is he it, lost three frames. Yeah, it's really bad. Which um, is three sixtieths of a second. Yeah, that's not... On, on a, a delay that's already a second and a half. One twentieth. 
Um, Math. Yeah, it's bad. So I was really upset about that because I was hoping they would be good, but they're not. So it's it's the game is pretty similar. Everyone online is playing Steve. Nine out of ten matches you're going to play against the Steve. Um, <laughs> and they just throw their mind card at you. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. really annoying. Um, That's why I don't play online. Yeah. I've been. A lot of them are really bad, though, so I've been yeah, grinding sure. away that GSP. <laughs> you lean smash yet? Uh no no but my falco climbed significantly because i just pooped on every steep i played smooth um that's it for me andrew you got anything i don't think so we played clash this weekend we did we only we played just on saturday mm-hmm. uh, our support bailed on us last minute so we got a substitute <laughs> support Freaking bastard it was 16 teams we lost the first game and then won the rest which, which is means annoying we came in wow. ninth yeah, because we got ninth place. Yeah. Whereas if for we, losing the first game, if we won the first three games and then lost, we get second. Yeah, it's kind of dumb, but whatever. Um, the the three games we won, we all played really, really well. So I picked Senna every game and carried on all of them. There you go. Yeah, Senna's busted. Also, I played a game of Jin today. Jin is so fucking good. I I, I carried. Know. Jin is really good. Uh, it's a Jin Swain lane. So anytime he'd grab them, I just W and then they were dead. It was yep. Great. Um, I played Dr. Mundo for the first time. Yeah. And I popped Ooh. off. Trying I carried our team that game. The rework. Yeah. Well, he had like two seconds left yeah. to pick. And he's like, I don't know who to pick. And it was someone <laughs> else picking for him. And I was just like, Mundo's really good here. So she locked in Mundo. And he's just like, I've never played Mundo. Yeah. Uh, and, <laughs> and, then, then and then you got I, like two I, solo kills. Yeah, in solo killed for first blood. And then like, yeah, pretty much. It was it was kind of nuts. And he realized, oh, wait, oh. Mundo's fucking awesome. I think I, got a, I think I got a double kill 1v2 on a gank. Yeah. as well yeah, and i was just did. like okay yeah mundo goes where he we're pleases. doing it i do have a little league story for the week i was playing sure. i was jungling this week i think i was playing who was i kane might have been lilia Kane's. fiddlesticks volleybear it's not renekton good try derek <laughs> <laughs> oh he said jungling not top lane yes well anyway regardless of who i was uh we had a team on the top lane who was up against a darius okay so well, already you can tell where this is going. Yep. Darius is one of the strongest champions in the game. Yeah. So At our level. Yeah. Across all of solo queue. Really? Even high levels. Yeah, he's bad. It's just he's not a pro champion, but yeah. if you play him in solo queue, he's busted. Anyways. So basically, we're doing fine. My buddy's in bot lane. I'm jungling. I'm running around the map. Timo dies. Dies again. Pings me like 40-something times. Mm-hmm. Like, where's my gank? Eventually, I got sick of him and said, Dude, he's too strong now. I'm not feeding the fire. And then he proceeded to leave the game for 10 minutes. <laughs> yep. So me and my friend both reported him. You, like, you played the correct move, which is never gank a losing lane. Exactly. <laughs> like, I'm not going to make that fire worse. Yep. Some people just don't understand that rule. But like after he died the first time, like I wasn't going to go up there. You know, you, you know what you should have said is you shouldn't have lost lane. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we lost that game hard. Yeah. There was a fed Darius now. Classic League of Legends story. Um, all right. If everyone's kind of good then we're gonna take a quick break and when we come back we'll talk about spooky games i am always kind of good okay (laughs) kind of good all right we'll be back for spook all right we are back and we're gonna talk about some spooky games Tis the season to be spooky. Uh, so, yeah. Unless you're me. I'm spooky all the time. Andrew is spooky all the time. So, we figured we would come in and just kind of chat about some of our favorite horror, whether it's a horror game. Oh, so, okay. <laughs> Andrew had the good point of, like, let's define to us what a spooky game is. Because a spooky game can be a couple different things, you know? 
Yeah, it can be a game okay. that expressly tries to be a horror game, or it can mm-hmm. just be like a game that's a little unsettling, and who knows? A little unsettling. There's a, there's a spectrum. You can have a game that just has like, ha- like, like could Dark Souls things? be considered a spooky game because it has fucking creepy ass bosses? Maybe I would. I yeah. would consider it. A yeah, I'd say game. it's a spooky. Yeah, I'd say if the, the, there's like a a feeling of dread, un- dread or unsettling is is kind of like a. The- thematically makes it spooky. Yeah, if you want in like uh, Bloodborne, you kind of get into like the gothic horror mm-hmm. section. And then on the exact opposite end of the spectrum, we have cute spooky. AKA Bug snacks. Uh, Bug snacks. snacks. <laughs> and I'm thinking Luigi's Mansion. You know, it's yeah, yeah. It's got that th- that theme going about it, but it's doing it in like a cute way. Yeah. Uh, so I guess let's just kind of yeah go like through. Doki Doki Literature Club. Oh god. Oh god. Um. Yeah, let's just go through and talk about some spooky games for a little bit. Uh, and I think Luigi's Mansion is a great place. Yeah, to start. Right. Luigi's oh, Mansion hey. is a great place. So Luigi's Mansion I is legit. Didn't even think of that. Really? Yeah, uh, that was That's one of the my first top one ones. I thought like, oh, spooky. Because really, I haven't played a lot of spooky, spooky games. games. Yeah. yeah, there's one that I'm going to talk about that I watched my friend play live on Discord. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'll talk about that after. But yeah, we'll start with Luigi's Mansion. Yeah. Uh, so this game isn't going to jump scare you. No. It's not going to fill you with dread. It might not scare you despair. at all. Uh, but it's filled with ghosts and like things of that nature, like haunted things. Uh, yeah. yeah. You get kind of like a, a Ghostbusters vibe. Like, oh, it's yeah. it's ghosts, but it's it's funny. Yeah. Casper the Friendly Ghost kind of like that yeah. style of ghost, you know? I mean, there's a reason they released the last one like around like, Halloween, yeah. Like yeah, right I think it was it on Halloween. It might have been on, it Halloween. Have been on Halloween. No, yeah, it, <laughs> it was. It was no, it was, it was, close. It was Halloween. Yeah. It was exactly October thirty first. Was it? Okay, yeah. Okay, even better. Cool. Hey, it's a spooky um, game. Yeah. Uh, do which of the three is your your top tier Luigi's Mansion? I've only actually played three, and part of it was what? With Andrew. It's true. Yeah. Huh. Adam did join us for a couple episodes of the Luigi's Mansion three series. We did. Oh, that's right. Uh, I that think was fun. it was a fun game. I think Luigi's Mansion 3 is the best one. I think I so, think too. I think Luigi's Mansion 1 is my favorite. Yeah, I, I think, like, gameplay-wise, that 3 is obviously, like, it's it's just a really good game. And mm-hmm. But there's no, nothing... That, I think it's, like, the feeling of of, of 1. Yeah. It, 1 yeah. Is, is, like, it's not scary, one has like but... 3 has just, like, a little too much polish. It's campy. 3 is really campy, whereas yeah. the first one's, like... It takes itself a little more seriously. Yeah, it definitely yeah. like and the the ghosts. I don't know, like the people ghosts in that game are mm-hmm. fucking scary looking. Yeah, <laughs> they're kind of they're creepy. They're creepy looking. It's like there's a lore to it almost. Yeah, yeah. There, there's a little creep, more creepiness I think in the yeah. in the first one. I can't even remember any of the bosses from Luigi's Mansion Three, and I played it less than a year ago. Uh, there's the guy in the pool. That's the only yeah, one the I remember. The there's the the uh, the camera guy. Yeah, yep. the camera guy. There's uh, the cat. I hate the cat. The cat. Oh, that cat sucks. Uh, the the plant. The plant. Yeah. The yep. gardener. The gardener. Yeah, and like. Uh, yeah. The nothing. Meanwhile, guy, there's right? like nothing uh, tops the baby from the first one. Yeah, yeah, fucking and like with all the unique names that the the Luigi's Mansion one bosses had. Like, what's the what was the bu- the bodybuilder's name? Like Buff Atlas? So, yeah, something like that. I think that. it might be Buff Atlas. I mean, yeah. like exactly. Yeah. Ah, uh, yeah. That's it, yeah. The the first game has a level of nostalgia and it's charm. Spooky. Or creepy. It's spooky. Um. All right. Cool. Uh. I guess we'll just go around the table, and just mention things until we run out of things to mention. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Just getting in the Halloween spirit. Yeah. Go ahead, Adam. So the only one I can think of that's on my radar lately. I watched my friend 
was me and a couple other friends. We were watching our friend Dwayne play this over Discord, and it was Alien Isolation. Uh, uh, that, so that is that, that is the that, definition of it's like trying to scare you. Oh, mm-hmm. that's like it's like jump scare. Because trust me, I was watching him play this game and like just watching him play. My heart rate was doing all sorts of crazy shit. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. do you guys know what the point is of the game? I assume you're you're an a- there's an alien. You're and being you're hunted isolated. by an alien. <laughs> it's not so much you're being hunted. There are just multiple on the ship, and you're trying to get off the ship. Mm-hmm. So you're running around the map doing all these specific tasks, trying to get things up and running. But then. In certain that sounds like another ship, game I know. In, <laughs> in certain sections of the ship, you'll see the freaking alien just drop out of an air duct in the ceiling. And you don't even have a weapon in the game. Like, you have things like a flamethrower because you can scare it off with fire. Mm-hmm. You've got, like, noisemakers you can throw to distract it. But there is no way to fight the alien. Like, you cannot, if you, you fight You can't it, defeat it. You can't defeat it. You can't, there's no way to kill it. It's like if a, it it's like you, a persistent... You, Entity following you like there Mr. Are, X. There are more than one on the ship, too. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> like, I watched him play the end section of the game, and literally there are like three of them in a room. It's like part of the challenge is traversing that room without being spotted by any of them. But literally, when I tell you, like, if it sees you, it, it's not just like going to like see you. It starts booking it towards you. Hmm. So imagine a dark corridor. You're just walking down there. You got your stuff. All of a sudden, the alien jumps down from air vent and starts charging you. It is terrifying. Literally, there are parts in the game where you can hide like near a wall. We were all freaking out when all of a sudden he, the alien runs through the doorway, passes this close to him, and somehow doesn't see him. <laughs> and we're all like, we're having a heart attack for our friend. It's like that. This game is like, if you want like a jump scary horror game, you got to go play it. Yeah. Because you can even hear the damn thing in the vents. Even if you don't see it, you can hear it. So it seems like it really nails its uh its its it horror nailed, aspect. Yeah. It nails you the, it, the horror. I couldn't finish it. <laughs> too scary? Too spooky? Uh, not that it was too scary. It was just like I couldn't like get the gameplay down to not have the alien constantly find and kill me. So I like at one point I w- turned the difficulty all the way down to as easy as possible. And I still kept dying to the <laughs> aliens, so I said, "Well, I guess this game's just not for me." <laughs> yeah, because like the way they the way they built that game, it's not just oh the aliens in this section. That sucker is roaming the map looking for you, hmm. and it like learns. So if you like if you hide in lockers or something a lot, it'll start opening the lockers looking for you. Like it learn it like the AI learns what you do to avoid it and stuff. And, Don't like that. Yeah, <laughs> it's like what if that movie, what if that B horror movie villain actually had a brain? Did you just call Alien a B horror movie? I mean, in general, Alien is not B horror. <sighs> yes. Okay. But like you know, when you like you watch like the campy horror movies and all yeah, that stuff, yeah. like they're people aren't doing the smart thing. Mm-hmm. The really scary part about the game, like Derek said, if you if you keep cheesing out the alien, eventually it figures out what you're doing and counters you. Interesting. That's cool. I think it's, that's a game I'll I like to play eventually. Yeah, if you're looking for something just like jump scary, but also like it's it's more of a puzzle game because you gotta like yeah. Is it maneuver. in the PlayStation Plus collection? I don't think so. Or am I thinking of a different game? I don't remember. I think you're thinking of it. I think, but I think it's, I don't know. It's probably cheap now, like, yeah. whether on Steam or on PlayStation. I had borrowed a copy from a friend, and uh, I just was like, nope. Probably returned. You can have it. this back. <laughs> uh, apparently, it's currently. Uh, 
Did I just read 75% off? Sorry, I'm telling this. I was born in 1984. Sure. <laughs> oh, yeah, <the> <laughs> January 1st. Um, wow. On Steam, it is currently 75% off for $9.99. Not bad. Wow. It's usually 40 bucks, so that might be a good opportunity. Yeah, if you're a big fan of Alien, it's a great Alien Yeah, the game. Alien movies are great. But, but I am a big fan of having a big Steam backlog. <laughs> there you go. All right, cool. Derek, give us something. Um, I've talked about it like a thousand times, but I really like Dead Space. Mm-hmm. Yeah, gotta have a zombie game in this. Uh, I can't believe you just called Dead Space. I was gonna say, I don't think there's <laughs> any zombie zombies game. in Dead Space. Aren't they like parasites? Adam also did oh, just call a flamethrower not a weapon <laughs> and alien a bee. I did not say alien was a bee. Are you doing okay, Adam? <laughs> My, I've had way too much caffeine this week, and I think my brain is half dead. <laughs> so maybe not. <laughs> Anyways, I had like three cups of coffee today, guys. <laughs> dead space. Yeah, I think I think the in in the, in the same vein, almost as Alien Isolation, they they both games do a great job of of creating like this really cool environment for you to just feel really uncomfortable in for the for the entire game. Um, I think my one of my favorite things about Dead Space is the the fact that you're like not anything special, you're an engineer, and mm-hmm. then you like the, all the weapons are like engineers' tools. Like you use a like a cutter for cutting metal. That's how you you know kill the aliens. I think one of them's like a glorified nail gun, and like all this you know like explosives to clear debris and stuff. Like it's 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 a cool it's a cool take. And then uh, it's you know starts off kind of like similar to. Uh, like a Resident Evil where, you know, there's a couple zombies here and there. And then as you get along, you know, you just start encountering these more creepy and grotesque things and like things start to unravel. And now you're not just fighting alien, these alien things, but they're like, you know, like uh, almost like cosmic horror, not cosmic horror, but just like it, it uh, beyond, I guess, like zombies in, you know, Resident Evil starts as zombies and then it gets weird and then yeah. it starts you know it starts off as these little zombie aliens and then it gets weird. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's I think going along those lines, all of the Resident Evil games. Yeah, I was gonna say yeah. if, if we if we didn't uh, you know express ex- explicitly call it out when it came around to me, I was gonna be like, let's just get out of the way. Yeah, uh, Resident Evil. Yeah, uh, my Classic. personal favorite is four. Uh, apparently, seven did a really good job of going back to its horror roots. Mm-hmm. I think uh, even though I didn't finish it, uh, seven was definitely really good, and I think that in general VR is the future of horror games. Yeah, if you want jump scare, put it right in front of you. Not even jump scare; it's just having some of that shit thrown immediately into your field of vision, and it's not like you can't like you know look away from the screen because it you are the screen. Yeah, (laughs) and it's like there's some unsettling stuff in that game. Yep. Have you guys seen anything about Phasmophobia? No. Yeah, that's that new like big VR horror game that's blowing up, yeah, right? It's, oh, really? And that I think that's what makes it the most creepy is the the um, the VR aspect because you can't you can't physically like look away. Get yeah, you can't turn away from the screen and come back to reality. You have to physically turn around. To, yeah. Like, and. I've I only watched a video of it and it was a donkey video so uh. it was like just jokes and edited mm-hmm. but uh it does look like like it could like it could be kind of creepy if you're like into that like ghost hunting like it doesn't seem like the ghosts really show up a lot but mm-hmm. when they do it's like 
only one person might see it, and then they're like, "Guys, it's right here! It's right here!" And you is guys it a turn. multiplayer game? Yeah, it's multiplayer. Oh. I think it's like four multiplayer four, VR four game. Multiplayer. Huh? Um, it's is it like one person in VR or everybody has VR sets? Uh, I think it's y- anyone like you. You choose like you can play it both with like it's without a- VR. Like it, so it's like asymmetrical or oh no, it's, it's, it's just an option. It's just like a four player co op game. Oh, okay, and I don't even know if there's a point to the game. I think it's just like you're a ghost hunting team and you go in and like there's a truck outside with equipment right. and like cameras and like you're going in like measuring stuff and okay so what you're saying is it has the same amount of point as all the ghost hunting shows yes <laughs> oh yeah exactly but this time there's an actual ghost oh or is there i don't know <laughs> interesting play uh, the game to find out we should, do we all want to play it together that sounds like a fun time yeah could be we could do it as a spooky uh our hollow the we can release it on halloween or close to it that could be fun yeah <laughs> All right, maybe yeah, well, yeah. Let's, we'll look into yeah, it. We'll look into it. Okay. Um, <laughs> just be like, we filled a topic for a week. Let's go. Uh, sorry, Andrew, I'm gonna skip you again because it's a very similar to this game where it's like super bare bones but terrifying. Uh, Slender, Slender, the original Slender, uh, the eight. Well, pages. you don't have to skip me because that's literally what I was gonna say. Oh right, yeah, go for it then. You can take it over. <laughs> yeah, bringing it old school is fucking Slender. I played so much Slender when I was a kid. Did when you, I was t- thirteen, did 12? you ever collect all eight pages? No, I got seven. I think I the most I got was six. Uh, yeah, yeah. Basic it's prim- such. It's just such a good, like, just pure horror game. You know, mm. it's like it progressively gets creepier and creepier. The Slender Man is one of the most iconic figures in maybe all of video games at this point. Yeah. At least for a, for a period of internet culture. Yeah. 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 It, it, yeah. I used to play they made a whole a movie out of it. They did some girls, uh, murdered. Yeah, it's uh, like bad. A, yeah. A they also made a sequel, like an, like a official yeah, fleshed like a, out sequel a full game, right? Yeah. Which I don't think works as well. Like it's, it's more complete as a video game, but it's not, it doesn't have the same, like, you know, Un- unnervingness to it yeah uh, yeah that game was really but yeah that was the spooky. OG like I am going to sit in the dark in my room and shit myself <laughs> <laughs> like that, I believe we my friends and I were obsessed with it we we at one point printed a map of the map on the wall or, or out on a piece of paper and taped it to the wall so we could reference it while playing the game. <laughs> and awesome. then we would shut all the lights off and play. And <laughs> oh, at the time I was playing on my shitty laptop. So the frame rate was maybe like 10 frames a second. So there's one moment when I made my mom jump because she was in the other room vacuuming or something. And I was walking through a hallway and there was a, an open door next to me. And I happened to be turning in a way so that my field of view would have passed by the door. And in that moment, it was like jumping because of my frame rate was so was so bad. So it on one frame, nothing. Next frame, Slender Man. <laughs> N- next frame, he's gone. And during that one frame, I screamed. <laughs> uh, That's awesome. It was, yeah. it was just such good times. I had similar moments. Uh, there were definitely loud yelps mm-hmm. uh, to be had while playing that game. Like, what is it with human beings and just inventing a genre that terrifies us on purpose? I don't know, man. It's the same reason people eat spicy food. Fair it's enough. True. Yeah. People like to hurt I love, themselves I love physically it. and emotionally. <laughs> The um, same reason I played League of Legends. Oh. Oh. Uh, I want to give a shout out to Left 4 Dead. It's, yeah. it's not yes. like it's Iconic. not inherently spooky, but the idea of like hordes of zombie, um, of zombies is very kind of reminiscent of that spook feeling. Yeah. I get a lot of 
jump scares from Left 4 Dead when uh, you're just walking around the corner and all of a sudden a charger comes from the the side of a door and just smash you. So like, I think it's very good at that. Um, other than that, it's a lot of chaos. So it doesn't. It's not the heaviest on the spook factor. Yeah. Uh, but I think it definitely deserved a shout out here. Yeah. Derek. Um, I haven't played a ton of like scary games because I don't really like to be jump scared. Okay. I so I like typically prefer games that like um that give you that that like unsettling feeling and mm-hmm. like get that feeling of dread or or uh I think like that that situ when you get in those situations where maybe um like you know I feel like something horror games usually will give you uh or like force you in situations where you're like running out of resources maybe to to complete something and like you, you resident evil serve. 2 yeah, yeah like resident, resident evil, evil uh, resident evil 2 with mr x is a prime example yeah i really like those situations where you're you have to complete the you have to finish what you have to like beat the boss or or escape or whatever but the whole time in your head you're just like shit 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 i gotta go oh god oh god like, yeah and I think Alien Isolation is a good game that does that. Um, uh, one of the ones I played recently, Prey, uh, mm-hmm. has a mechanic where this giant monster just follows you around the, the station. And just it kind of like that aspect it just appears. And if you don't have the equipment to deal with it at that point, like you have to like figure out how to hide. And that's that's it's like games that give you that quick feeling of like, oh, God, oh, God, like. How am I going to survive this? I think is 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 really cool. So like I pray. I think like The Last of Us. Does I was going to say The Last of Us is another a good prime job example of, that of dread in their uh, sections with with the clickers and stuff. I that's that was one of my I think big things about the second one is the second one is so focused on human mm-hmm. fighting that mm-hmm. I didn't get that feeling a lot. Except that one level in the the hotel. Uh, uh, was it the hotel or the the it, one where you the, is that the one the where, with the boss? Room? Yeah, the, the emergency room. They fight the boss in the basement. Yeah, in the or in the parking garage everywhere. or whatever. Yeah, didn't they? Are, are Levin Yara with you at that point? And then they like they get away. No, because you fight. Or it, is that when you go you, back with Lev? No, you fight it as no, you're alone. as Ellie. No, no, no. You fight it. No, as Abby. you're Abby. You fight that monster as Abby. You fight that monster as Abby. Yeah, sure? positive. Is that the thing that they were referring to pre-launch? Oh, right. Yeah. When so they were like, so then they're like, out. something that like we have more cooking up that's yeah, gonna yeah. blow your socks off. A, a level of infected you've never seen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what that was. And then it shows up once. Yeah. Yeah. It's just that one part, which is still a really cool moment. It was really terrifying. Yeah. Uh, I really want to play the Resident Evil games, though. Yeah. I have to. You haven't played any of them. I played the first one, and okay. I really like the first one. Yeah. Um, even I think that uh, old style. I I really really like. Oh, and I've played. Revelations I played uh, Four is in our book club Yep mm-hmm. So After we play four I think I have It's a per, After four I'd have played Two, three, four, and seven So it's uh, It'd be a goal of mine To just play, play The rest all. of the numbered games uh, Five is a fun Co-op action game Six You can just entirely skip <laughs> Then okay. I will play One and eight Yeah uh, I'll play through five with you It's, it's Okay a, It's a It's goofy Okay uh, But six is a pure action game. It is yeah. nothing like any. And then of the all others. of the all of the side games. I'm not particularly interested. in. I, I think Code Veronica is supposed to be really good. And yeah. Revelation one and two is, really is good. good. Yeah, yeah. So there's a couple that like those uh, are better than five and six. The only Revelations I plan on playing soon is Assassin's Creed. Got <laughs> <laughs> Um, Andrew, do you have any other games on your list? 
Um, uh, kind of similar to what Derek you're saying is I don't really play a lot of horror games, but I do want to throw some some names at you that are the kind of omnipresent within the the discussion of of horror games and see if you guys have any thoughts on them. Mm-hmm. Silent Hill. Amne- amnesia, oh, amnesia and pt pt oh, did anyone here play pt, PT? never got the no, chance i never i never got the chance i wish i did i think even though i don't like pt it. is probably the best horror experience like game anything yeah. made so, today for those who don't know pt stands for playable teaser yes <laughs> and it was a demo for silent, silent hill, reboot, hill right? remake but it was uh done by kojima uh, Hideko Kojima, um, back when he was at Konami, mm-hmm. he was making a Silent Hill game, and then he got fired, or they canceled it first, yeah. and then I think he got fired later. But it, yeah, it, it's it one of those like, situations where it's like PS4s with PT installed on it are like jacked yeah. up the price. The the reception to the to this demo was like insane, mm-hmm. and I think I think too we hadn't had a proper like triple A horror game in a while because uh, like Silent Hill series was kind of gone hence the reboot remake whatever Resident Evil I think the latest one that came out was six and it yeah, was yeah. a pure action game uh, most of like horror games you had were um, like indie games like amnesia or like p- stuff like that like I don't think there was really uh, alien isolation was like another one that like came out like that scratched an itch for mm-hmm. i think a lot of people five nights at freddy's five nights at freddy's oh my god <laughs> uh yeah i've yeah. never played any of the five night games have you nope. anyone here i've never because they were I've watched super the popular for i watched all of map pads videos on the <laughs> lore yeah it seems like one of the it was one of those things that like slender that was like popular yeah just not only for meet the memes but mm-hmm. also maybe like streaming and stuff like that I, oh I it's a very like a, streamer friendly game like a new one yeah it was in the like, ps5 yeah yeah, it's yeah. Going PS5 like a, a full game yeah it's it. just like it's another one of those things where it just creeps back in and i'm like they're still making these yeah i think I they're making a movie too they are yeah uh, mm. it's funny how that like these things blow up like that like Slenderman and mm-hmm. yeah, Five Nights at Freddy's. <laughs> um, all right, I have one last thing on my list, and it's probably the most spooky game of all. It's Castlevania series. Oh, uh, yeah. Come on, I guess sure. the definition of spooky. You got vampires, you got mummies. Like I said, a vampire I've only killing Symphony clan. The night. Oh man, I love everything and Castlevania. I barely played that game. I know, so disappointing. Maybe uh, maybe I'll go back to it at some point and have a change of heart, like I did with Dark Souls. There you uh. go. Um, yeah. It, all yeah, I don't know. It's got everything you want: ghouls and goblins and monsters, and it's like all the theme is like, or the themes are like, uh, could be played on an organ, and mm-hmm. it gives you that like Halloween music theme. Mm-hmm. I always play uh, Bloody Tears on like loop. If like the when we were expecting trick or treaters, I'd have it playing uh, with the windows <laughs> open so people would hear it because it goes do 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 do. You know the one I'm talking. About. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know what Bloody Tears is. Building on that, just in general for any game, I feel one of the best ways to like, even in a game that's not like horror or spooky, best ways you can add suspense, just start playing the boss music. <laughs> yeah, like imagine, secret boss or like where is this music surprise coming from? Surprise boss music yeah. is a good so way. Well, to yeah, add it's spooky. like just imagine like walking down the hall, all of a sudden you hear like, wait, why is the enemy theme playing? Where is it? <laughs> well, what was the game with the sanity meter? Was that Amnesia? Nope. Um, it was a GameCube game. Yeah. Uh, it was. 
Eternal Dark. Yes. Eternal Dark. Yeah, okay. and that's the thing where like back when you'd play on CRTs and every uh everything had like the same volume thing, the game would like turn and make you think the TV's volume was turning yeah, down, yeah, yeah. but it was oh. just the game itself or it'd say uh it would like exit out and the screen would go completely black like your your console turned off and then there's like something about like overriding save data yeah, or yeah. like erasing save data it was like the game was fucking with you the whole time yeah, making like you a really the very meta scary. way yeah making you the player go crazy kind of the same thing with psychomantis yeah 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 okay um, I, I want that kind of mind fuckery to be uh, like to be resurfaced in a in a new game so just just to put it out there imagine a game where imagine a horror game where there is a very distinct music that plays when you're near enemies, and it just comes on randomly. There's nothing around. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Like that kind of that kind of level of. of and then like, something will show without the music playing every now and again, just to mess with you. It's more. like uh, Left for Dead when the tank music starts playing, and you're like, "Oh my god!" Yeah. <laughs> boom. The best. Boom. The best kind of horror is the kind that plays with your expectations. Exactly. I would love to see a game like that. I would play the hell out of a game like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. Oh. All right. Anyone I, have it makes me think that th- that makes me think of of the in Halo, the first Halo game, the flood. When you first encounter the co- the flood, oh, it's like there's so this feeling creepy. of dread the whole time you're like going through this level, and then you get to the spot, and then the music starts playing, and you're just like, "What the fuck is like? What is here? This is such like screechy violin yeah, music." Yeah, that's, and then they that's start exactly crawling out at you. And yeah, they skitter the around. Did any of you? Oh, you get the skeevies. Yeah. Oh, it's like the entirety of the music. You guys saw Joker, I'm assuming, right? Nope. No, no, you didn't see it. I never saw it. Well, it was pretty good. I did go to see it. Had to watch a lot of puppy videos after it, but I did see it. It was good. <laughs> but the soundtrack, I think, was one of the better parts of that because they had this like kind of like that. They had this like low toned, like yeah. almost screechy violin as like his theme, and it just it gave the entire movie this creepy <laughs> feel. Mm. Did any of you guys ever play Pikmin too? No. Scariest game three. of all time. No. Well, the, there was a particular <laughs> enemy in Pikmin 2 because a lot of the gameplay in Pikmin 2, instead of mm. having the day cycles, you can essentially extend your day forever. Okay. Like, time doesn't exist when you go down into caves, which oh, is right. where the yeah. purple and white Pikmin are. That's how it works in real life, too. Yep. Uh, and so there's a particular enemy in the caves called a wraith, I believe. And it's basically like this invisible or like translucent water monster that just roams around the levels and insta kills you and all your oh, Pikmin geez. if it finds you. And so it's just it's omnipresent and it's yeah. always like, Well, where the hell is this guy? And am I going to die at any given moment? Uh and it's a it's the scariest part of that game easily. Hmm. I used to be pretty afraid of the Pikmin, like scared when playing the pikmin games like when they first came out when i got yeah. pikmin one because i was always afraid i was never going to make it back in time and so like the, the whole time limit thing like completely turned me off from the game like it was like too much stress that's why part of why at, i still like, 10 years old i've never beaten majora's mask the, the time the, limit the stress <laughs> of the time limit majora's is mask much is another creepy one yeah majora's mask is pretty it, creepy it is yeah the darkest zelda game mm. all the uh, the stuff with like the Shadow Temple in Ocarina of Time too. That's all kind of spooky, mm-hmm. creepy. The Twilight Princess, Princess. Yeah. You all just said something. What just happened? <laughs> <laughs> we are on a podcast. We know how to talk. Um, all right. Does anyone have any more particular games they want to bring up, or are we feeling we, spooked out? I think we brought up a lot of the major ones. Not really. I'm uh, I'm pretty set. All right. Cool. Anyone gonna play any spooky games to celebrate the season? We'll see. 
No. No. I'm playing Dark Souls. So yeah, I, I just beat Dark Souls. Souls. I'm just thinking about picking up Dead Space. Yeah. There you Dead go. Space is in our hat. Is it in is the it hat? In our hat? Yes. No. It's not in the hat, it's in but the it's hat. in the list. It's on the list. Is it on the list? Yep. I'm bringing it up right now. I know it is. Bowl. I just looked at it. Hey, look, Dead Space. <laughs> cool. Oh, wow. Rip. Do that Who put later. Golden Sun on here? Me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I love Golden Sun. Me too, and I want to play it. Um. All right, cool. Then I guess we will move right into Spooky Trivia. Yeah, baby. Um, ghost this, Shark. This has ghost. Uh, everything to do with spooky games. Or of that of that nature. Okay, you guys ready? Hold on. Uh, I can't find my note. Oh no! There we go. Okay, so you guys are historically really bad at Castlevania questions. I don't think you've ever answered any right. So, question number one: Who is the main character of the original Castlevania? I feel like you've asked this question. You've before. definitely asked this question Have before, I? and Derek got it wrong. I got it wrong. Have I? Yeah. Remember yeah. Doctor Acula? Oh my God! Was that for? The main character of the first one? I'm mm-hmm. pretty sure. I thought it was like a more difficult question than no. that. No. Well, shit. There was also an entire round of trivia about Symphony of the Night. Oh, yeah. Huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you guys are really bad at Castlevania. Anyways, d- uh, Derek, who is the main character of the original Castlevania? Simon. Der- uh, Simon? Yeah. Simon Belmont. Yeah, it's Simon yeah. Belmont. All right. There's your freebie, hey, guys. Hey, uh, Dr. Acula. <laughs> we might be at a point where we're going to start repeating questions. We'll see what happens. <laughs> There's only so much trivia in the world. Question number two. What is the main setting for the original Resident Evil game? Can I be generic? Yeah. The idea is to be generic here. I think this uh, this trivia ramps up pretty hard. The first two are pretty easy, and then it gets pretty... So it get, I'm going to get spooked by question five? Yeah, it's going to jump out at you. Adam, what is the main setting of the original Resident Evil game? The only thing I know from the Resident Evil franchise is Raccoon City. Derek? A mansion. A mansion. It is a oh, mansion. Really? Raccoon City is the, the setting for the second game. I was close. Oops, I just accidentally gave Adam a point. Adam got no point. Oh. Question number three. What is the name of the Japanese horror video game series that has the player taking photos of ghosts? Ooh. One came out on the Wii U Ooh. and you used the gamepad at, to take pictures. I know this one. Oh, oh. Oh, uh, uh, it, it, it's a very cool, clever name. <laughs> uh, he's thinking r- real hard about it. It's on the. No, I had an answer, and you said that, and I'm like, I'm wrong. <laughs> uh, uh, it was on the edge of his brain. Adam, you look like you got nothing. We're gonna go with you first, buddy. Uh, that one part from uh, Wind Waker where you take pictures of people. The yeah. picto box. Yeah, it's called the picto box. Uh, Andrew. Oh, I know it's wrong, but sin and punishment was my answer. Derek? No, it's Fatal Frame. It is Fatal <laughs> <Damn> it, <yeah. laughs> Frame. Yeah, anyone, that is a pretty dope name. Has anyone played the Fatal Frame games? No. I didn't know no. it existed, so no. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, they're really good. I <laughs> think I played it if I didn't <laughs> fucking know the answer. <laughs> good point. The Question. only reason I knew about it is because of the, the Smash assist trophy. Oh, yeah, there is an assist trophy for it. Question number four. This I might have also asked this. I don't know. What is the real-world mind control fungus that is the infection oh, yeah, you do. in you The Last of Us 2? Yeah. Have I asked this? Yeah. Shit. I don't remember. I don't remember what it is, though. Yeah, idiots. <laughs> Wait, it's on my brain, though. Oh. Yeah, there is a there is a fungus that does that. I don't know its name. Yeah, though. it infects ants, uh, specifically. Mushrooms grow out of their brains and control their mm-hmm. actions, and then they go have them latch on to plants and not let go, and then they die. Uh, <laughs> this Andrew, is a science question. Andrew, you can go first. 
Cordyceps. Derek? Lycnophobia. Zombie Adam? fungus. It's cordyceps. Good job, oh, Andrew. Wow. Uh, Came to me. All right. I got to start really keeping track. <laughs> yeah. Or have bonus questions in case. Uh, this one, this is my favorite question. Uh, that you've asked in all of trivia. Ever. Not all of trivia, but but for... I think the, right the best question was, was the magmar question. Yeah, does that have a... a a bill or a lips. <laughs> that was so good. Shout out to Dan Santos. Question number five. What is the name of Luigi's dog in Luigi's mansion? I didn't get that far. I don't know if they ever outright. They have to outright nope, say they it do. at some point. I think they definitely name but him I in the second remember. game. Uh, I love this. This is a surprisingly wholesome horror horror game question. Yeah, this is it's, it's fucking great. Why don't I remember? It's fun, it? isn't it? Yeah, it's a pun. It's got to be a pun. a pun. It could be a pun. It's got to be a pun. I'm going to need some answers. I need you guys to write something down. Um, Adam, you're going to go first because you're not in contention here, buddy. <laughs> Spooky. I don't know. Andrew? <sighs> I know it has the word pooch in it, but it's like ghost pooch or something. I don't know. Derek? Oh, I think I wrote the dog from the first game, I think. it's Spy- I put Spike. There's a dog in the first game? Yeah. The, yeah. yeah. In the doghouse in the back. And his uh, name is Spike. No, yeah. not that dog. <laughs> I, uh, thought it was I said the, the name dog. of Luigi's dog. Yeah. His name is Polter Pup. Polter Pup. Oh, oh, right. I knew it was a pun. No points. Um, so that leaves us into the tiebreaker, which I entirely forgot to get a tiebreaker <laughs> question. The one time we, we haven't need it. needed it. <laughs> I know, we haven't needed it in like two months. Um, all right. Hold on. What's some spooky games that we listed? Not Resident Evil or not Slender. <laughs> uh, how many pages? <laughs> you have to fudge. I don't how know. How many tentacles does Slenderman have? I don't know. Uh, yeah, exactly. Google it. Uh, Google it, then ask us because I have no idea. <laughs> uh, fill in the time while I uh, figure this out. I don't know. Talk uh, about something. Uh, Anything. Okay. How many tentacles <laughs> does Slenderman have? Oh, boy. 17. Uh, 23. Six. <laughs> <laughs> I guess Andrew wins. <laughs> oh damn it! <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> if it that seems was a dumb like, question. If it seems like I gamed that, that was not my tentacles. intention. Uh, well, That's because you never got caught by Slenderman. Because I never played the game. Yeah. That one, that trivia kind of petered out. My bad on that. Look one. up a new question. Guys. But I already had two repeating questions. I we'll guess d- so. We'll just call it a wash. It was spooky. <laughs> well, I guess who I was the winner? Because I said I win on the podcast. Give me the win. <laughs> Let me write it down. Um, all right, guys. Just say the. Just say who. Just say and the winner is, and then end the episode. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much for listening to this episode of the Game Sharks podcast. You can find our website thegamesharks.com. You can find us on Instagram at Game Sharks Podcast, and you can send us an email with any questions that you have and any trivia that you want me to ask the guys. Please send me trivia. It's getting really hard to do. Uh, uh, at GameSharksPodcast at Yahoo.com and with that we are Finn, Finn. 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 Finn.